Welcome back, everybody, to Fragrophilia. This is Jeff. This is Jane. And uh, we're happy to be recording uh, another episode of Fragrophilia, the podcast. Hope everyone is doing well, and thank you, as always, for listening. We've had a pretty good week. First off, we're enjoying a very good cocktail that you've chosen, selected, and made for us. What is it called? This is a a la Louisiane, which is like a Manhattan riff, and it has uh, sweet vermouth, rye whiskey, some absinthe, Uh-oh. and oh shit, I think I forgot an ingredient in here. Benedictine? I forgot to put it in. I was going to say, it didn't taste as sweet as I was expecting. Well, you know, it wouldn't have fit in the damn glass if I put it in. Look how big it is. Yeah, we, we chose kind of a small uh, Nick and Nora style coupe. And, uh, I can't believe I'm reala- realizing, like, live episode that I messed up the drink. <laughs> it tastes delicious. It, it really and, does, actually. You know, I think with the absence, it kind of it kind of fits with the spooky nature of where we are in the season. Just left Halloween, going into November. We're watching all of our uh, Criterion Channel has a great collection of films this month called November Noir. And some of them we've seen, some of them we haven't. And so we said, screw it. We're just going to go down the line in order that they have them listed and just watch them one by one, starting last night with uh, was it The Glass, Glass Key. Glass Weird Key, fucking yeah. movie with Alan Ladd and Veronica Lake. Yeah. It, there were some interesting choices. <laughs> of. <laughs> there was a scene where it's like kind of this bitchy gangster with a, a tiny jaunty pencil mustache. Like they're, they're at a country house you know, kind of uh, laying down the law and they're kind of settling up scores and the head honcho boss says <laughs> to his two henchmen behind him, he's like, I'm going to bed. Come on, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they leave and then the one of the other like criminal guys or associates, he and his wife are fighting and so to make him jealous, she's like making out with Alan Ladd's character. Who just walked in, in the door. Who, yeah, literally just walked in the door. She can't keep her hands off of him. And the husband's like trying to get her to come upstairs and go to bed with her and, and with him. And, and he's watching like, Powerless while yeah, she's pow- fully it, making out with this guy that she just <laughs> met five seconds ago. That scene was somebody's fetish, clearly. <laughs> and, um, and Veronica Lake, you pointed out, I never knew she was so short. Yeah, she's like four eight or something. They which, say five two, which is four eight in Hollywood. But she uh, didn't look as short next to Alan Ladd because he apparently is. And for those that don't know, Alan Ladd is famously Shane from the classic western and uh, one of my favorite all time movies. But I had no idea he was a uh, he's a little prince, uh, you know, prince size guy. <laughs> short king. <laughs> yeah, short king. <laughs> there, there were so many. But uh, so up next is Laura, though the classic Otto Preminger, and I'm looking. You've seen it. I have never I seen, can't it, you seen it. Sadly, yeah. I wanna. So after this podcast, we're gonna get into that. I'm very excited. Gene Tierney and uh, one of my favorites, Dana Andrews. So. Yeah, oh my god! And it has Vincent Price playing a gigolo. Is that what he is? And something like that. I think he's a gigolo he's so playboy. Tall. It's always it's, funny when he's yeah. in the movies because he's so much taller than everybody else. I love Vincent Price. Yeah. But also spooky. We've been wearing some spookier scents. And um, I have fallen in love with Profundus by Serge Lutens. Yes. You finally got us a decant. Was it like from Scent Split? 
something like that. I can't remember the name of the, the company. I will think of it and post it or talk about it because they were really quick and friendly and they had a great uh, selection. But we were ordering some stuff for our future vanilla sode. And um, and I just I know that you had always wanted to try. This is one of the rare Serge Latons you haven't tried. And um, and I just kind of I I don't even think you've worn it yet, but I just I put have, it. Actually, you have, yeah. I put it on one day and just uh, I loved it. I loved the entire experience. It was green, but also very kind of like dirty floral, and there's some really nice smoky and and earthy notes. Um, but also another little trivia bit: it has its feature floral is chrysanthemum, which has to do with like ghosts and death and it's kind of you know those kind of rights and protection and all that kind of stuff which i don't know if you remember and you went and stayed at the haunted hotel when we were first dating i arranged for flowers from some local place down there to bring and i went with moms because of those i don't know witchy little spirits and you know my mom and my great aunt gail had a ghost experience that night and me and stevie we did not have a ghost experience so i think that they worked so there you go that's um the settles hotel in big spring texas check it out if you're into haunted hotels i've stayed there twice and uh, like i said second time i did not have a ghost experience the first time i did it's an insane hotel if you just google it and you look up the ghost stories related Please, like, if you have the opportunity to stay there, we pass through it on our way down to Marfa. It's incredible. I I have a a design a web design client and um person I used to know from an old job of mine, Lee. And uh, shout oh, out to Lee. Lee. Oh my God, he's so he, fun. He loves haunted places and things like that, and he's big time knows all kinds of stuff about settles and stuff. So it's it's legit. <laughs> I've never stayed yeah, there, but. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Okay, but I wore Profundus back to, back to the perfume, which is inspired by like funerals and ceremonies of death. Um, it's surprisingly green and perky to me. Mm-hmm. It felt very fresh and just the floral notes. It feels kind of lily of the valley, a little bit of tuberose. I don't know. It was it was gorgeous and it. It got stronger as the kind of wear went on. Like yeah. it was like nestled into my clothes and kept kind of like creeping and it was haunting me. Yes. Seriously. It, it, I um I wore it in the studio and it I was surprised. I just put one spray and it like projected loud as hell all day. I would love a bell jar of that, but they don't make it in the bell jar anymore. They only make it in the ugly black bottle. If you go to the Fragrantica page for Profundus, it's just like tons of people being like, I'll pay anything for a bell jar of this. Yeah, it's really, really cool. And I, I looked today because I wanted to see if you could find it in the bell jar. Um, they He has been re-releasing like Muscoublacan right now you can get in the bell jar, oh, wow. which you couldn't when we bought it. And uh, there's like eight cents, I think, that you can get in the bell jar. And it's really cool. I mean, none of them are profundus, and, and that's one I would want. And they're so expensive. I mean, not the bell jar itself. I mean, just surge in general. Oh, my God. It's yeah, just, and I haven't be, been able to get the Anagi for ages. They're always sold out. Yeah. And it's I've like wanted 375. to. $375. Worth it. It's, it's yeah. truly like, like I've said, probably my number one scent of all time. It's definitely the closest thing I've had to a signature scent in this lifetime. Um, yeah, if 
I don't know how I'm ever going to get a bottle of it. It's never there. Yeah, I think you can do a stock notification, and uh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll get it one day. Because I love it, and it reminds me. I mean, I used to wear it. When we were first living together, I used to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, You used to spritz some on before you went to work. And finally, I was like, what the hell does the name of this perfume mean? Bionagi. And I looked it up, and it can mean alternately lady in needles or lady in high heels you went off to work and were in lady in high heels jaunty and full of spirit yeah um but many a, many men wear this fragrance yeah it, it's a gorgeous fragrance um but little tidbit for those and maybe they still do this i don't know when i bought muscouble Khan, it was because the, the official Serge Laton <laughs> website was having a back-to-school special on perfume. So, and it was like 20, 25% off or something. This was like two, three years ago. But maybe they have that every year. I just don't check. And if that's the case, maybe then we can finally get that. So. Yeah. I need my crayons. I need my binders. And I need my Serge Laton. And your Serge Laton. <laughs> you know, especially skanky Musk Kublacan. Yeah. You know, get the classroom ready for that. Henry's <laughs> first day of kindergarten. <laughs> um, just side note, Henry said dada today, Holy like fuck. for real, not like rambling da 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 or anything like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling like a lady in high heels right now. I can tell you that. But, um, Jeff's flying high. Yeah. And he said it wasn't da da da. Full dada. Yeah, it was and like, hey, can you say dada? And he went, dada. And he patted me on the back. He does this thing where he pats me on the back. So Doesn't do that with me. Yeah, we're bros. So. <laughs> it's so amazing. Um, but going back to fragrances again. Um, I No matter how much we try to get away from white florals, I find a new way into white florals. Uh, Profundus, I mentioned, had kind of like a lily of the valley kind of hidden note in there. I have been wearing Aritzel Legrand's Mugwe Fleury. All, just, we have this little sample, and it's even a blotter, so it's kind of a pain in the ass to use. But I put it on a little bit on my wrist and the you know heat point or whatever they're called, and... I love that thing so much. I love that fragrance. I need to just get it. it you can get it pretty affordably. Uh, it has lily of the valley, grass, violet leaf, galbanum, angelica, lily, and oak moss, which are overlapping notes with profundus in some respects. Mm -hmm. And I just, I can't get enough of it. I'm hooked on it. It was actually pretty masculine. Yeah. I would say much more masculine than feminine. And I loved it. It was kind of soapy, fresh, and clean, and green. Yeah, and it just has that kind of, it, it has the lily of the valley, it, it's very present, it's like up in all, you know, top base and middle, or top middle base, but it never goes full dryer sheet, which sometimes lily of the valley can, you get more of that kind of buttery white floral side of it, and tripling down on Mugwe or lily of the valley, another one that I had a chance only to wear once, we've been meaning to explore kind of Hermes's Hermescence line, and we always see it, but it's kind of closed off in this little area of the place that carries it that we go to. We finally just went in, and they were kind enough to give us several samples, but they didn't have Mugwe porcelain to give as a sample, but I get to wear it on my arm, like bicep area, but thanks, Greta. That's our dog shaking, if anybody can hear that. <laughs> um, and that same kind of vibe, where it has kind of that green, neroli, uh, that lily of the valley there's a white musk or some uh, some little uh, animal notes but 
It has a little bit of pear as well, which brightens it up. And it's just, it was such an enjoyable wear. It was the most beautiful out of the entire Hermes line. I think so, yeah. 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 Um, also, Jean-Claude Olena, so, you know, you can never go he wrong. He does very there. outdoorsy, whimsical, yeah. ethereal sense, I feel. And it's, this definitely fell in line with that. Especially in those kind of like ethereal kind of florals, the, the, the lily of the valley, or maybe an iris or things like that, where you have... Mm-hmm. Dominique Ropion going with these vanillas and in like the more carnal size of Jasmine. And you have uh, Rodrigo, our boy, you know, always kind of going with those tuberoses. Jean-Claude, Lily, Iris, I don't know. He stays with those kind of like spacey flowers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think spacey is a good way to describe the um, density and feel of his sense. But speaking of our time in Neiman's trying things, you went over to the homage section again. Yeah, I'm having a problem right now where I really want I really want all of their Atar collection, yeah, which is, is $530 <laughs> for like like not even 15 mil, right? Or maybe it is 15. I think it is 15 mil. I think maybe yeah. They're so tiny, but they're extremely potent and obviously, you know, an an Atar you wear it in a completely different way than you would a regular perfume. There's no comparison. But um, you know, we tried vanilla barca. I've I've tried that actually a couple of times, and Love it's it. definitely comparable, very similar, very very similar to baby cat, um, but more of a wallop. I mean, you really do get the atar concentration there. I've tried orswakan, which mm-hmm. is stunning. But while we were there last time at Neiman Marcus, I put a smear of incense Rory on my hands. Oh my god! Yeah. It was it was a problem. It was you were so, so ex- beautiful. You loved it so much. You kept you were smart to put it in an area where you weren't going to wash it off right away. Yeah. Um because you kept throughout the day. And it lasted all day. It was there all day and you kept coming up to me like, "Oh, smell it." And it's just it was so beautiful. And I think the notes are frankincense, myrrh, and cedar and like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But the dry down, it was so so Smoky in the way that really amazing incense is, but soft. It was just unlike anything. I've smelled a, a fuck ton of incense fragrances in my life. I'm an incense girl, but like this was a completely different experience. I want it. Is that the title? It's bad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's interesting to kind of like peek around just to see like who else carries it. Is there a way we can kind of get it at like... Another shop where we can get a little bit of a discount on it. It's I've seen it as low as like three fifteen. I would do it for that. Yeah, um, maybe for my Christmas. Yeah, it, it's kind of you know at least there's that because like I I I want my strange love, but it's just like I can't <laughs> find that at discount anywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you wearing that was and I I did actually wear the vanilla barca and it lasted all day. Stunning. It just to me it reminds me a little bit more of Loon Feline. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see um, that. Then which we also we bought dun, that. Dun, dun, dun. We ended up buying Loon Feline by Atelier Desor after all this time. You know, those so avant garde, the shop. They do this if you follow them on Instagram or you get their ads on Instagram every now and then they do these thirty percent off sales. And Loon Feline is one that goes quickly. Like I've seen the thirty percent off. They're always doing twenty percent off sales. I think they give like influencers discounts for twenty, you know, like discount. Would codes. they give us a discount? 
No, like an influencer has a certain inf- uh, a discount code. Oh, they yeah, give we their, need to break yeah. Well, it's yeah, not we live should. yet, guys. We're going to try. Yeah. <laughs> but they uh, they always do 20, and I've seen 25, but you know, a couple times a year they, they do 30%. And, uh, but Lunfaline always, like by halfway through the first day, is out of stock. So luckily we got in this time, and boy, that's. We waited way too long, and I'm just glad it's there. You've been wearing it quite a bit. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Um, also, in news, Stora Skugan, we're big Stora Skugan fans. Swedish, a, Swedish perfume house. They just released a very Swedish black metal release <laughs> and um, called Hexensalb. Does that sound right? I think so. Yeah. This is a, uh, a perfume inspired by... The ointment that witches would put on their broom to fly. It was a hallucinogenic salve used in witchcraft with extremely poisonous, made with extremely poisonous ingredients, and it could induce an ecstatic trance with powerful sensations of flying, images of otherworldly creatures, and a primal sexual hunger. (laughs) I just giggle like a junior high school kid. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so they, we were, we've been kind of watching the store Skugan Instagram page because they've been teasing this release for yeah. a month. And uh, there was satanic imagery at play, which we love. <laughs> Me, especially. <laughs> you know, I actually, um, one of my friends is a satanic witch. Barry, Barry shout yeah. out. I love hey. you. I love you. She's taking an Instagram break and I miss her. I haven't seen her in forever, Aww. but. I, I feel like we need to talk about this perfume together. Um, and I was able to meet her one time when we were down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's in Guanajuato. We love her so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think of her. She's so she loves celebrating all of that satanic imagery, and so does Storis Guggen. They went like all the way in on the the black ram philip the black ram and they had a crazy claymation video the claymation video is yeah go to go to their page and watch it yeah again store skugan go to their instagram watch the crazy claymation because yeah it's like you kind of appreciate how devoted they are to it because they're i never they do a lot of classic. I mean, it's like a full Fantastic Mr. Fox commercial for this perfume. Yeah. And I it's mean, explaining the history of it. And I didn't really expect that from them in the sense of they do a lot of like DJ collaborations and they, they've recently had um, a fragrance featured in a film. But in their, their fragrances are unique for sure. We love them. Um, but... They just went all in this time, and I just think that's really cool. I don't know. It just it surprised yeah, me a little bit. I've been thinking about blind buying it. Let me tell people the notes yeah. because I'm sure people listening are wondering, what are the notes of a, a fragrance that's inspired by witch's ointment? Um, it's wormwood, salty licorice, tuberose, rosemary, angelica, belladonna, black hemlock, lichen, which is oak moss, right? I think so, yeah. And patchouli. So it sounds dank, green, and herbaceous. It does. It sounds it, wonderful. It sounds like all the things. There's nothing in here that I don't like. I especially like licorice. I like to eat it. I don't know if I like to smell like it. Um, we'll see how that goes. But I don't yeah. see why not. You know, it's kind of fennel-y, and we love fennel. It sounds kind of savory, actually. You also mentioned it's very similar in at least note structure. 
to um, flaming creature. It seems like a little bit with the wormwood and the patchouli. And... Yeah, kind of the the darker flower notes. Yeah, yeah. And that may Two just be wishful instead thinking. Of jasmine, but... I kind of want to blind buy it. Um, you know. What do you I'm, think? What do you think about that? I am, uh, I, you know, I'm a fan, and I can't think of anything. I mean, salty licorice is like, ooh, what can that mean? But really, when you're, no matter what you bring up against, like wormwood and tuberose and patchouli and oak moss and rosemary, I mean, those are all very strong herbal floral elements, mm-hmm. and you know, patchouli's probably going to be your green you know probably your scratchy earthy mossy side of it with the the oak moss i mean i have trust in them after i can't imagine smelling ever i smelled every single single one of their other scents and i love them it, there's not one i, could, I don't like yeah i could yeah. happily own all of them I, yeah. I feel like i could put my trust in them and blind by this but yeah. also like there's the contrarian in me that loves that satanic imagery right now because we were going through satanic panic 2.0 yeah here in america you know preach it <laughs> you can't stay away from it. It becomes <laughs> when you tell me something's bad, I want it. Well, especially when it, who's taking this seriously enough that you know it's like, come on, it's camp. You know, it, it, I in agree. Some regard, yeah, in some aspects. I mean, I'm not dismissing any views or anything like that. But if you're well, so I think upset even about sa- Satanists, have yeah, fun with the with you know, the imagery a, of Satan. On, you know, yeah. I mean, not to go into my personal life, but I grew up in that the first satanic panic and also was around a lot of church people and that would do the little playing records backwards and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and it was just like, come on. I mean, even then, as a kid, it was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> if that showed up on our porch in three to five business days, I would uh, be excited. It's on Lucky Scent. And, uh, but the, also, speaking of campaigns and animation and crazy concepts. I mean, I think you know where I'm about to talk about. We're talking about Portal's Perfume by Melanie Martinez. Melanie Martinez is a pop star, for those who don't know. Including me about five days ago. Yeah, a pop star who went pretty viral with her first fragrance release. What was it called? Crybaby? Crybaby Perfume Milk. It's called Perfume Milk. Mm-hmm. It's okay. on the, yeah, that's what it says on the bottle. Okay. <laughs> um, so this, I'm sure if you've been on TikTok, you've heard about Mel- Melanie Martinez, Crybaby. She was definitely ahead of the curve on doing those kind of lactonic gourmands. What, what year did? You know, I don't even know. I feel like it was years ago, but it goes for $1,500 on, on eBay, eBay now yeah. for an old bottle of Crybaby perfume. Um. Luckily for the world has been waited with waiting with bated breath to see what Melanie Martinez is going to do next. She has a line of four fragrances that she has just released in conjunction with her new album called Portals. And um, our friend of the pod, Isaac from Flower Perfume Shop and his wife Lillian have created these perfumes for them. Yeah, they worked in partnership with it and it is a crazy design in the best of ways. She really went for it with the concept. So it's, it's to represent kind of the uh, four earthly elements. Um, there's air of clarity, earthy abundance, fiery passion, water of intuition, 
uh, the there was this incredible. I don't even know what you call it, like a, a bottle vessel that had all four uh, vials of the perfume with this sculpture that was a foot tall. It was like 275 I think, pre-sale. It's sold out already. Yeah, it's um, like an, an obelisk with a plastic troll doll head on it, but it's not quite like a troll. It's sort of like you said, the dinosaurs. The yeah, the TV the series from TV. the nineties. Yeah, kind of like that meets Shape of Water. Um, yes, movie from a few years ago, and sort of also meets like some parts of Neverending Story. The monster in it. It's or you know, for fans of uh, Avatar, kind of, kind of like yes. that too. Imagine all think, thinking of all of these things, all of these very strong characters, a full-on plastic doll head on top of a foot-tall, uh, gym-like obelisk of a scent. Yeah, that's the bottle. But it also seems like not only is that a serious endeavor, like going through making something like that, but also just all four of them sound really well thought out and planned and this is like hey i made a hit perfume a few years back went crazy everybody loved it i gotta st I'm not just putting out another you know a flanker or you know here's my second scent and it's like this one was gourmand lactonic so i guess i'll do like an earthy woodies it's like she went all in you know she covered all the this is a big release this is a serious perfume release and it's just kind of fun to me. And it's already sold out, unfortunately. I wanted to buy one Yeah, today. you're really excited about it. Yeah. Well, you know, with those bottles, they're going to be hard to store in our current fragrance cabinet. But it's so weird. Obviously, want to support Isaac and Lillian no matter what they're doing. This is cool. This is one of the yeah. coolest. If you work in the arena of perfume, this project has got to be one of the coolest things you could ever do. It's cool. It's, it's, you know, it's weird in the best of ways. We were kind of talking about it previously. And I just think that she's a pop star. You know, this has a very strong point of view. It's very creative. It's very, it's, it's, a, it's an ambitious project. And it's not safe. No. And I think a lot of handlers would be like, hey, well, why don't we just do like what Billie Eilish did and, you know, just release a second one, you know, fragrance that's kind of similar to the first or, you know, and it's just like, no, no, I'm going to, this is my quadruple album. You know, this is like my big piece here. So I don't know. It's kind of cool. And if you want to wear a Melanie Martinez perfume, you better be ready to deal with a giant doll head of a crazy, fantastical creature. That I will mean, visit you in your dreams, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the... I've actually... I don't know a perfume bottle weirder than this. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. It's the weirdest perfume bottle I've ever seen in my entire life. Think of the most outrageous perfume bottle design. This tops it, like, by several times over. So... Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have to have one. I have to have one. I asked you to ask Isaac what the best fragrance is, and I'm going to buy it. All right. Well, I will, I will let him know. Yeah, I'm excited. It, I don't know. It's just kind of fun. I mean, we look at bottles all day. We look at, you know, and all week. With this, we love fragrance and stuff. So it's kind of nice to be, you know, hit with such a crazy left field concept. And, I mean, the scents all seem very normal and well thought out. I mean, Aero Clarity is an amber vanilla. 
Earthy Abundance is kind of a floral green. It's got green tea, turmeric, lavender, jasmine. It sounds sounds like something I would like. Uh, Fiery Passions. This one is probably, it's related to the Cryberry Bee Perfume Milk is kind of like strawberry milk. Um, I think there's like these really like fruity notes to it. Whereas Fiery Passion is woody notes with strawberry, peony, vanilla, and musk. Sounds delicious. And Water of Intuition is sandalwood, cedar, musk, amber, vanilla, and cocoa. So they're all kind of like hitting pretty good. I don't know. I think they're going to do very well. But all right. So speaking of new releases, though, we finally, finally, as we've all been waiting for, finally received our samples of the new Thin Wild Mercury collection. The first part of Thin Wild Mercury's perfume collection released, I think, what, like four years ago? Three years ago? Yeah. Was inspired by Los Angeles. So this new release is four perfumes inspired by New York City. Gosh, I want to say it was even longer. I guess I should have checked, but uh, I think it was just pre, just as the pandemic was starting. I, I want to say. Yeah, I'm trying to think of because I remember when we first received them and we were still. Mm. Yeah. No, you're right. It's it's way pre-pandemic. Yeah, it was like 2017, 2018, something, something like there. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now they have just released and. Right now, just selling um, like the the sample packs. Yeah, you can't you can't get the full perfume bottles of these quite yet, but we have the four samples, and we spent some time with them this week. And uh, I'll be honest, and I'm speaking only for myself here, not uh, not claiming to speak for the both of us in any way or you. Like with a favorite band, which this is obviously a line that is influenced by music quite a bit and music history you're always nervous about the sophomore release because they go in guns blazing raw energy in the first release and then expectations are there maybe you get like a new producer coming in and you know things get a little longer thinking like the stone roses it's like next thing you know five six years later and it's like the entire sounds change they've lost the the rhythm but i will say this off the bat I love this collection. It's insane. It's really good. It's so good. I, I was, I'm so happy. I was for nervous them. too because, like, I know Kathleen. Like, she she's been very transparent with people who follow her. She's like, I've been. She's she's said basically that she's been insane about this release, re, redoing the sense over and over. Really nervous and. Um, she took her time. It paid off. It really did. Holy shit, they're really good. They're really. You can. There's a lot of. You know. I'm by no means an expert on anything to do with perfume. I just smell a lot and, you know, but you can tell the progress. It's it's so good and they're so well-rounded and they, I don't know, there's some real growth here and there's some real beauties. I love them all, really. And um, my favorite is probably 34 Bohemian Cafe, which has been released here and there on limited runs before. You wore that today and it smelled so good on yeah, you. Yeah, that was the one that just kind of... You know, it's 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 just dank and earthy. And today wearing it, I finally got a hold of kind of the coffee-ish cafe side of things. There's a little bit more. Um, I got a lot of, you, know, you still get the leather. You still get this kind of tobacco smoke to it. But I was getting some coffee notes that I really, really enjoyed. And it was almost kind of like, the aroma of 
espresso being pressed if that makes any sense but um no it does i mean you are you're yeah you do espresso all day in the house and i smell it but this also it smells like that but this also smells like you and me before we had kids and we used to go out and smoke cigarettes and party yeah man man is that good times good times <laughs> um but oh yeah, my God, it smells so good. I'm smelling it right now. There's I a very it. animalic side to it as well. It is it to me. It's just it had a lot of range and it lasts a really long time. And the tobacco side of it, it's not smoky like a cigarette. It's more like dried tobacco leaves. I don't like hay, but you know how hay can kind of get too dry. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. that hay note, no, it's it almost like yeah, it wears you out. And this never goes that way. It's just like the essence of uh, it's almost like um. Yeah, it's like dried tobacco. It's like opening up a pack of cigarettes. And there's almost like a cherry tobacco feel to it. Yeah, it's just, I really enjoy it. I love wearing it today. Mm, I'm smelling a little strip we sprayed. Um, I also want to shout out Sheep's Meadow, which to me, I think is the most unique of the, the four scents. Yeah. This is crazy because it's like a blueberry jam, almond, tonka. Uh, chocolatey it's 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 a totally insane scent and it has amorous in it and the only other iteration of perfume that i'm familiar that uses amorous is telegramma by imaginary authors which actually shares i think two two notes that overlap here it also has um, lavender sheep's meadow has lavender as well this is stunning. There's something so yummy about it. I'm not a gourmand person, but the combination of chocolate, almond, lavender, and blueberry is really working for me here. And see, now that we're smelling it right now, this could be my favorite. I don't know. You know, it, it, it's, it's one of those things. We're big fans of the brand, and, you know, we sound like fanboys and girls right now, but... It's good. It's really good. It's exciting to to be excited about something that gets released. And then the first time, like music, you, you get that release on release day. You put it on and you listen to it. And it's even better than expected. And it's just there's something so fun about that and exciting. And I love it. And there's also Chelsea Staircase. This is another one that I... I tried and I'm, I'm more acquainted with than you are that I think this is inspired by art studios and the Chelsea Hotel. Yeah. And uh, yeah, for me, it has like this beautiful sun-drenched, lazy, hazy floral quality. I also, being familiar with the smells of a studio and art materials, I do smell the canvas and maybe sort of some waxy art grants. I know that's something I reference a lot. And if you used, uh, what's the brand that I like? a swiss brand i use the the specific type of art crayon and i love it it has that kind of smell there's also a really deep rooty orris here that definitely verges on parsnip territory that i like yes and if you cook with parsnips you know like if you put a lot of them in a stew or something they can taste like straight up perfume this has that and a really great dose but it that kind of vegetal rootiness of it gives it a 70s health food store vibe that's just such positive energy for me. It smells like a, you know, at times kind of like a health food store candy. <laughs> that makes <laughs> no, any sense. Yeah. I know it's all that kind of powdery. And not I in a bad it. way. I mean, it smells, it's, I, I, yeah, I enjoy this one as well. I'd wear it. And it just, 
It's it's one of the to me it's more of the airier lighter sense of the of the four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I also I love the inspiration behind it. It's kind of inspired by a studio art practice, which is what I spend so much of my life immersed in. And to me, this has like a very happy kind of whistle while you work kind of um, vibe to it that I can see myself. God, I'm smelling. I smelled 34 Bohemian Cafes. I smelled Cheap Smell and I'm I'm smelling Chelsea Staircase. I cannot pick a favorite. They're all so fucking good. Yeah, they're they're really good. I love this. And Girl of the Year is kind of like you read the memo and they they just match the brief perfectly because it is just kind of that leather purse. You smell the leather, you smell kind of the Oris iris makeup kind of powderiness. You get a little bit of mintiness like from gum bouncing around at the bottom of the purse, a little bit like my mom's back. Reminds me a little bit of Rita's Car by St. Rita Parlor fragrance, but this is a much more friendlier, accessible version of that, whereas that fragrance is so aggressively leather and and metal coins and things like that, whereas this is much more balanced and, I don't know, it just smells like that old kind of like going out and, and the cigarettes and the leather and the night. You smell the night out on it. I don't know. But it's not skanky to me. It no, smells, no, it no, smells no, no. expensive. Yeah, it really does. It does. Yeah, like luxury leather goods. Yeah, it's Beautiful. really. Yeah, I. I mean, well done, well done. Yeah, it's, all I, I'm. Day. I'm truly so impressed by all of these releases. They're really amazing. Definitely get your hands on a sample set. Yeah, do the sample and wear them more than uh, <laughs> once or twice because it really. After wearing 34 uh, Bohemian Cafes today, it gave me such a different experience than when I've been sampling it throughout the week, just on paper or maybe just a little spritz on my wrist, but actually full on wearing it, three, four sprays out in the world. It really, really delivered and it lasted forever. I want Chelsea Staircase. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I mean... God, I, I'm getting into trouble. We haven't even gotten into the game yet and I'm like talking about three things I want to buy. Yeah, see, Sheep's Metal so good. Ugh. And now I'm I'm really liking Girl, uh, Girl of the Year. Yeah, I know you like that one. A lot. Yeah, I mean, it just, when you do that nice, worn, expensive leather bag mixed with kind of Oris, I mean, it's just a perfect combo. And, uh, and I love it when it's done really well, and it is done really well here. So Great job, Kathleen. Good job. Both of you, for all the hard work you put into it, it's it's paid off, and this will just be a, another big success. And uh, we've talked about all kinds of scents we wear, but what are the main scents we've worn over the last week or two? Uh, should I go, or do you want to go? I think you should go. Okay, well, I've been a layering queen the last week. Um, I've been layering a lot. I don't know. I guess it's just the cold weather making me want to maximize my perfume experiences. And my hero layering combo lately has been Muscoublacan by Serge Luton. I know that we've talked about Serge a lot. This is one that you bought on your own, and I'm so glad that you did. Mm-hmm. Because wearing it, it, it could be just way too much right it's like a really heavy musk and civet labdanum patchouli rose it's can you imagine what it was like when they were using real 
civet and stuff like that. I mean, it must have been so danky. So I actually spent a lot of time on the Musk Kubla Khan Fragrantica page. Mm -hmm. And so many people wrote in their reviews of the reformulation of Musk Kubla Khan that it is the most true to vintage form. Oh, There were several people who who went out of their way to like praise the reformulation and say like this is the best synthetic musk that I've smelled and it really does like side by side comparison to the original formulation that it smells almost identical so that is good to oh, know. Oh good, yeah. Cuz I mean it, to me it smells very feral there's nothing to my nose I don't smell anything synthetic about it. Um but that being said being such a animalic forward scent it's one that i have left to wear on my own but because we do have lunfaline by atelier d'azor lunfaline is a deeply resinous cardamom spiced vanilla it does have some animalic facets on its own but i feel like that deep smokiness marries so well with that ferocious growl of muscoulacan I could not stop wearing this combination. It was, a, and it was great being around the house because it is an incredible combination. I love Muscublacan on its own. I love it when you, I'm glad that you've been wearing it because we've had it for a couple of years now and I'm the one that mostly wears it. And I just, I, to me, yes, it's, it's civety and skanky on some level, but it is very much a classic, almost men's style you know, like late 70s, early 80s kind of fragrance, like Koros and things like that, where it's just kind of reminds me of that era. And there's a bit of an aftershave quality to it that I love. Um, but when you're wearing it, especially with Lumpheline, what a combo. It's so perfect because it has all that kind of skankiness and all that kind of like ruggedness and earthiness and oomph, oomph to it. But then it's softened by this kind of just really beautiful cardamom vanilla kind of incense -y vanilla it's just it's gorgeous yeah because most kublacan has this kind of that push-pull thing that makes people mm. love animalics it's like there are elements there that might kind of make you go oh that's a bit untoward or did i get too close to you but there's also something that pulls you in deeper there's the the really amazing cozy labdanum facets musk can feel so sensual it feels like being close to someone that you love so i think pairing a really dense vanilla with that it's just that's probably the best layering combination i've stumbled across yeah that's a good one and um, in addition to that i've been having some colder weather i've i have been really into my more animalic scents so i wore poudre ta by marlou this is a, I think it's dried rose, civet, rice powder, something else, maybe cedar. It's, to me, it's like, I love rose. And to me, I really smell the rose here. But it definitely smells like salted skin that hasn't been washed for a few days. Yeah. For sure. And I found that something that's really beautiful to layer with Poudre Ta is Rose 31 by Le Labo, which has a very strong cumin note, which sort of settles in really nicely to some of those more bodily facets of Poudre Ta by Marlou. And, you know, it just dials up the rose more. There's also so much vetiver in Rose 31, and it's a very oily vetiver. I love it. We've both been wearing Rose 31 like crazy. Yeah. So that's another layering combination that I've loved. I've also been wearing 
uh, a combination. My next layering combination is Amber Teutonic by Diasenderga and Queen Zinga by Marissa Zappas. These are both fragrances that are amber geranium scents. So I didn't expect them to layer so well. It was actually kind of an accident how I ended up layering them. You know, some days I just, I start the day with one perfume, the day goes on, I'm putting the dogs out or playing with the baby and I just put more on. So this was a total accident that I ended up layering Queen Zinga and Amber Teutonic and it ended up working so well because those warm, powdery, sort of vintage floral aspects of Queen Zinga actually play really well with some of those more tiny cool aspects of amber teutonic because there's just so much scent overlap there in yeah. the note pyramid so that was beautiful i really enjoyed that yeah i always amber teutonic's always so tricky and you never know quite what would layer with it but you anytime you can balance out that kind of that cool minty you know pine essence of it it's i don't know it was a pretty incredible week of being in sharing rooms with you because you you really went on like a, a combo tear and every one of them was great so thank you uh, but like you mentioned i wore rose, uh wore rose 31 quite a bit and uh, by Lay labo and i just i don't know it's it, it's one of those i hear people talk about kind of like that um go-to sense kind of like you can default to it like if i was packing up real quickly and had to and, and didn't want to think about what fragrance and just had a great fragrance i could take rose 31 with me and i would never like it's wherever i ended up i wouldn't be disappointed when i looked in my bag and thought oh i only have rose 31 with me sure fine i'll wear that no problem <laughs> and i i love it so much i had to go into dallas to meet an old friend and um, I had that on. I, I did spray a little bit of baby cat as well, just because <laughs> I thought I was going to get into town so much earlier than I did. But traffic put me in a bind with time. So um, I had so that was my layering combo: rose thirty-one and baby cat. I don't know if it was good. Yeah, Nobody commented on it. Doesn't it, but... sound like it would be good, honestly. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really, uh, I just, I wore rose thirty-one. Maybe almost as much as another one I wore this week, which was Cellier by Bayredo. You mentioned the weather was cooler. And when it gets cold, and being a Bayredo boy, I, um, I always want to reach for Cellier because it is, speaking of leather scents like, uh, that we mentioned with Thin Wild Mercury, I just like when you get a really well-done leather scent and it's not too synthetic feeling or not too saffrony or anything. It's just kind of, suede style where it's just kind of suede and smooth and soft and you just want to lay into that kind of soft worn leather sofa it's a little bit smoky a little bit of tobacco a little bit of honey i don't know it's cellier is one of my favorite scents to just and it what it lay talk about a layering fragrance where that, layer that so much yeah i'll layer the, you know just because a little bit goes a long way so you can just spray a little spritz of that in anything else for the most part, especially if you go with an amber or something that's a really true you, like white okay. floral. You layer it with Molecule 01 plus Iris. Yes. Oh, that's, that's an all-time yeah, layering that combination. that is a great, oh, good, good that's thinking. A, that's a recipe for the listeners out there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just one spritz of Cellier and like two spritzes of Molecule and Iris, which is also a strong fragrance. So you can get all day of that. It's gonna, you, it'll make your life better, seriously. Uh, and finally, uh, Arbolet by Hiram Green. 
mainly because Rose 31 has a little bit of a classic men's fragrance to me a little bit of like because of the cumin and the rose isn't so rosy it's just no. it's all it's it feels all more very, vetiver to yeah me. it feels very vetiver earthy uh and then plus you were wearing muscublacan so much that it just kind of put me in that zone and i was like i, I want to wear to me arbole is it's something my dad would have wore or something like my oldest brother would have wore in when i was a little kid and um it just reminds me of that, and I love wearing it. It's such a beautiful fragrance. It's so, so comforting to me. Yeah, it's so green, and I don't know. To me, it's just tea rose, musk, and like cedar. Yeah, yeah. It's very simple, and yeah, you know, sometimes all natural fragrances don't last. But for some reason, that one—if you hit it just—if you get it right in your shirt the right way, and on your uh, on your like crook of your arm. It just it starts to melt into your clothes and it just mm-hmm. lasts all day. Yeah, I so, have I have actually a great experience with all of Hiram Green's longevity. Yeah, there's like a couple. I think when we were first trying them, I would have trouble with it. But if you if you get it on your clothes just right, they'll all last perfectly. So, um, all right, that's all I have for sense of the week. You want to get to the game? Yeah, let's play the game. All right, let's second do part it. of the show. Welcome to the game, everyone. I have just sprayed my first selection for Jane. What are you thinking so far? There's an interesting fruity facet. Maybe um, maybe it's an apricot, maybe an apple. But there's also some deeper notes, some woods, maybe some oak moss, maybe some vanilla. There's something punchy and medicinal here. It also has a facet of bad breath. Oh. That does not turn me off entirely. It feels old school. Definitely maybe an 80s fragrance. Huh. Uh, okay, it's getting really smoky right now. Like the smoke just bloomed on it. Yeah, it feels... Uh... Reviews I've read on the internet from uh, other uh, people who have tested this fragrance often say that it goes through many stages okay. through the wear. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh, yeah, I just, okay. It's pulling me in. Are there white florals here? There are. I'm I'm just going to go ahead. There's not a lot of information. There's no like, oh, here's the inspiration or anything like this. It is a oud fragrance. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and I'm just getting the oud. Like at first you you were mentioning apple and all these fruity notes. It's bitter orange, sweet orange, bergamot, Indian oud. Olibanum, vetiver, tonka, cedar, black pepper, and musk. Okay. And it is starting to like creep over here. Okay, I definitely, the, the orange and the oud are really blooming. It's actually kind of gorge. I love it. Yeah, in the beginning, it's almost that bad breath to me smelled kind of like gym sock a little bit. Mm. Does that make sense? Like a little bit of moldiness to it, but now it's, it's, it's quite lovely. It really is. There's always something about oud when it's really animalic that reminds me of being at my grandma's house and hanging out with my grandpa in front of the TV in his leather chair where he had just chain smoke and watch cops. And there's <laughs> definitely a facet of that here, which I don't hate at all. No. What temperature would you give this fragrance? This feels very cool. I would say... Um, the medicinal aspects of it give that that kind of cooling mentholated quality which i think is some part of oud can really do that feel very yeah. cooling sometimes um 
yeah, I think that as far as wearing this out in public, this is honestly in my life how this would apply. I wouldn't wear this when I was just like if I was just going to hang out with somebody I didn't know that well or if I was going to be like, you know, at a cocktail party. This is one that you would have to be you would have to be conscientious of where you were wearing this but it smells it smells good i don't want to say like it's worth trying if you're somebody who likes oud all right who is this um it is uh, oud assam by reina j oh okay yeah <laughs> we cut right to the chase here we had a we had a such a long first half of the episode now we're just getting ready what season would you wear this in only winter you yeah. are a a delinquent if you wear this in the summer i would wear that to like either just hanging going to dinner with you or hanging out with you or like a small party i don't know like i can also see like this is impressive and i want to say that as it's unfolding and it's becoming more mature it's really well blended and all of those facets that felt kind of clangy and i couldn't quite tell what part was happening it's all folding into this kind of beautiful deep orangey oud cozy musk thing that actually is feeling more suited for polite society i think it's beautiful stunning yeah, yeah. you smell pure quality there which i've found with all of rainia jays i would be yeah i would be intrigued by anyone that was wearing this like it, it, you know i'd want to know what this is if someone came up and was talking to me wearing something like this. I think it's just, it's very gorgeous. And honestly, I can see this as a full bottle in our collection. Yeah. We don't have a nude like this. You know, there's just a, I had mentioned earlier, there's a particular like collection of fragrance houses that I'm really into right now. With like Profumum, Roma, Mio, um, Raina Jay. It's just kind of that there's a dankiness and an earthiness to it, but there's also this just kind of old world elegance and beauty and, I don't know, it's a celebration of kind of the earthier, raw notes of fragrance that, I, I don't know, they just, they feel kind of like very body and animalic, but at the same time, extremely like elegant and well blended and just gorgeous it, it, it's they're transcendent on some level and, and i just i love it absolutely oh. i love it so much smell it right now it's different again it's just like it gets better as you it know, goes like i've kind of found this sorry to, i don't i hope this doesn't sound so pretentious but as i've kind of been getting deeper into art and talking with more painters there's like painters painters mm -hmm. and there's artists who as you become more familiar with the medium of painting itself you get deeper and deeper into these kind of painters painters like george basilitz Stephen corn philip guston you know like i and i see it with perfume i can see like the perfumers perfumers and i feel like these houses that you're naming mm -hmm. these are for people who like once you become pretty well acquainted with some of the raw ingredients and like you don't mind if this smells a little barnyard if it smells a little fecal yeah you're you're in it for the journey yeah you're in it for the ugliness and the beauty. Yeah. Yeah. I think it own sampler pitch. I think you already answered, but. Yeah, it's stunning. I love that. Oh, man. I didn't know how you were going to go with it. So I'm very excited about that. All right. I'm excited. I'm ready, 
I'm ready to be dazzled. Give me my yeah. number one. Okay. I have just sprayed Jeff his first fragrance from my selection. And though Jeff has given me a perfumer's perfumer's fragrance, I have definitely sprayed him something that's more mass market. So I can't wait this, to hear your thoughts. I have, I'm not going to say who I think this is. This could only, we received a bunch of samples recently when we went to Neiman's, <laughs> as we mentioned earlier. And for some reason, that was my lucky day, and people were giving me samples left and right. It was kind of crazy, like how to, many people were giving me can- samples there. I went to change Henry's diaper, and when I came back, you had like a freaking armful of Frederick Mall samples. They never give me samples, and all of a sudden, they're just like, they gave me one of those 10 ml little little bottles. Yeah. I mean, it was like, all right, of, of heaven, heaven can't can wait. wait. Yeah, you so it's like, ML, like we got all these Hermescence, we uh you got all these Armani Prives and it was I don't Killian, know. you got Killian. Killian. Too. You got so much I don't know how you did it. I don't know. You didn't even have a cute baby with you. Not at that time. Yeah, I was just kind of winging it. Working but back to this. This is I kind of love it. <laughs> I'm glad that you said that. I'm like, is Jeff going to hate this? Because this is. If if someone told, <laughs> I, I can tell you right now, you don't even have to tell me the note list, right? Of that. If somebody said, hey, this is, have you tried this perfume by who I think this is done? And here's who has done this. And here's the note list. I would be like, no. <laughs> but I, nah, I'm not. That's fine. It sounds whatever. It's rosy. It's sweet. It's actually incredibly well blended. Like none of it is too crazy. Like it's not too rosy. It's not too sweet. It's all perfectly rosy and sweet and floral. There's a muskiness to it. There's even kind of like a a grassy note. I don't. It's almost like a, a weed note to it. Do you it's, get big baccarat vibes here? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it smells like all that whole genre of um of you know. From Baccarat to Love, Don't Be Shy. You know, that whole kind of like world of big heavy Wee, hitter synthetic. club synthetic scents that are expensive, but they're club scents. You know, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're big hit the room and make it yourself known scents. And um, so that's, that's what comes to mind. This is a big, bold fragrance that you're, I don't know, you're shout. This fragrance is a shout and it's bright red. You wear it going out on a Saturday night. You can wear it most seasons, but probably late fall through winter would be best. Um, era, very now. Yeah, this is, <laughs> very a, now. this is the most post-Baccarat fragrance yeah. we've probably ever smelled on the show. Who would wear this? I mean, it's probably, you know, I think you know what I'm gonna say. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be like a woo girl. <laughs> a woo girl. Yeah. Um, you know, I think people that are having fun, that you know, don't take perfume too seriously, but want to no. have something nice. Yeah. And 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 probably look a little at the price tag more than what they're buying. Yeah. And just say, like, oh, I've heard of Killian, which is. This, Definitely gotta be a Killian, right? No, it's just not a Killian. Oh. No way. Oh, I think I know what this is. Oh, what do you think it is? Is it uh Rouge and whatever the the Armani? No. This is this is not from your spoils. This is at Neiman Marcus. I got it a long time ago. And I'm kind of like 
you know, it's so not normally what I would wear. Yet every time I smell it, I'm like, damn, this is fucking good. What is this? This is For Your Love by Mise-en-Cire. Oh, okay. That's kind of in that same little yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, though. yeah. It's a newer line. It's yeah. uh, it's Alberto Morias, who's a perfume industry legend. It's and his own line. And the most prolific person, I will tell you, the next fragrance that I'm uh, spraying for you, I believe, is done by him as well. Oh, so. wow. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. The note list here is raspberry, musk, ambergris, patchouli, and benzoin. Okay. It's like a beautiful I could have swore this fruit chuli. It's it's a fruit chuli BR540 thing. I like it better actually. Oh yeah. I would yeah. wear this before I would ever wear it. Okay, I'm glad that yeah. you like it because I kind of want it and it's also kind of the thing that like we're we're a little snobby about our perfume sometimes and this is definitely like mass market you know, it's a derivative of the most popular perfume in the luxury fragrance space right now for sure but it's great i mean when you sprayed it it's like the initial like there's there's uh, you could break it down in milliseconds of that first second of just like at first i was like oh goodness and then it was like actually i love this and it's all like happening in milliseconds (laughs) it was it's well done it really is it's it's nice quite fruity and to be honest if you wore this a lot i'd like it I'm so glad. Maybe I get this for you for Christmas. Yeah, literally. <laughs> seriously, get me my Woo Girl fragrance. I'm in my Woo Girl era. Okay. Sorry to all the Woo Girls out there. I'm not trying to offend anybody. It we just love seems Woo Girls. like, you know, hey, you're going out for your bachelorette party. Put that on. It'll be a hit. Everybody, all, they'll all be like, man, what are you wearing? And Ms. and Seer will sell 20 bottles that night. But um, okay. My turn. Okay. I have just sprayed and given Jane her second fragrance. This is gorgeous. This is a orangey, white floral, vanilla, cozy, musk, resinous scent. You had me a little self-conscious a few weeks ago because you mentioned that, do we like, is it, it, you know, is it a little bit too much that we always end up liking so many? And it's like, I mean, maybe we should pick some bad ones every now and then intentionally, but I kind of like the surprise. I mean, it's just... I want to like the fragrances, and that one's awesome. Okay, I, I have this to say about people who get onto people who review fragrances like, oh, you like everything. Oh, you must be being paid to say this. First of all, perfume is made by people who have trained for years to make something that smells good. Yeah. It smells good enough that people pay hundreds of dollars for it and not only is that one person involved in the creation there's several levels of approval and market testing that perfumes have to go through before they make it to the market like yeah we're gonna like these perfumes it's truly a board of experts making them smell incredible it's it's just very infrequently that i come across a scent that i hate and plus we don't have a lot of time no. Personally. So it's like, I don't want to spend too much time on things I don't like, let alone just like, because even if I don't like a fragrance, people have spent time and money and investments and their harder, you know, their hard work and all that stuff. They don't need me ripping on it. You know, it's like, I would rather talk about fragrances that I like. So. Right. That being said, yeah, when I smelled this earlier, I thought I was being cheeky by picking this. And it was like, I, 
I fucking love this fragrance. Oh, you were giving me one that you thought I was not going to like? Uh, Not necessarily that. I just was looking through, you know, we have a lot of samples, but, you know, it's like, yeah, some you pass over because they may be too obvious or some you may pass over because you're not that interested in the line or whatever. But um, this one, I was like, oh, I'll just throw this out there. Well, this is definitely not a scent that is normally in our wheelhouse because it's a very light, bright sugary white floral with fruity notes and a lot of vanilla so it definitely feels this may be a woo girl fragrance as well yeah yeah it's a lot of orange blossom yes honey vanilla and oak moss they're all very upfront. you can smell all of them but really the orange blossom and the vanilla are the hero notes there's also something that feels like a little bit minty here, and there's definitely not a mint note. It's some something in there that's giving it a little bit of aromatic lift. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's gorgeous. I can see this. This is definitely a scent that would be perfect for a girl in her early 20s. Um, I, I, it's very feminine. I honestly, I can't really see this on a man. But it, it, you also do smell the quality here. I. I would assume this is a fragrance in the two to three hundred dollar price range. It smells yummy. Like it smells like edible. Yeah, it smells like has a little. You know, when you get orange. Is this love? Orange don't be flag, shy. No. Okay, I don't. I don't know love. Don't be shy that well, but I know it has a lot of orange blossom in it, and I know you came away with a shit ton of Killian samples. So. Yeah, that was the other one. It's like, how did I end up with all these? <laughs> I don't even know how I ended up with those. Oh, that was the Frederick Mall lady. Who has given me all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she didn't know you had a wife around the corner. She was like, I'm going to get in with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Showed up with the baby and she's like, oh, bummer. <laughs> um, okay. Tell me, who is this? It's Killian. And it is uh, Can't Stop Loving You, released this year. <laughs> Alberto Morales, uh, who, by the way, seven, he's, he's been involved with over 7,000 perfumes since 1970. What? Of course, no CK1, way. Aqua de Joe for women, Kenzo Flower. I mean, heavy hitters. Uh, we did Panthere a couple weeks ago with Cartier. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he did that. Mark Jacobs Daisy. Hey, this is becoming more unified. It's becoming less sweet. It's really nice. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I like I, it I ended a lot. Up, when I was testing it earlier, I ended up getting it on like my shirt. So I could smell it a little bit here and there. And it was just like, man, I like this. This is nice. But there's a couple other Killian fragrances, and I don't know. There's the one blue ginger one that's like a uh, limited that. edition. I really, really like that fragrance. And I can see why people like Angel Share and all that kind of stuff. It's really good. Now, is Can't Stop Loving You marketed towards women? I would. I don't know. I mean, it seems like it, but. Okay. We'll check know. it out. What is the one that you wear every now and then? Princess. Yeah. I love Princess, man. <laughs> It's my bedtime scent. You love it? It's a great marshmallow green tea scent. It's really good. This is really good. I'm smelling this right now. It's a nice, if you like orange blossom and vanilla, bam. It's a, I mean, it's, I think they're like 300, so they're kind of pricey. You could probably find something cheaper. Mizan, Sear, and Killian. We're in our mall girl, girl yeah. era right now. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> okay. All right. My turn. Okay. I have just sprayed Jeff his second scent. 
We have just left the mall and went straight to the barnyard. <laughs> this is the pissy barnyard. <laughs> but there is this really, it, it may have that kind of earthy kind of pissy note to it, but it also has this really gorgeous citrus note up top. Yeah. Oh, it smells it smells exactly what we were kind of talking about earlier with the Profuma, Roma, and Reniger, Mio Fusciani. Oh, this it's is... so nice. This could be a Papillon. 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 Yeah. <laughs> this is pure quality. Pure this quality. This is, because now it's kind of settling down. The, the pissy notes going in the back. Gotta love those pissy notes. Yeah. The the, Give me the, all the, jan pee -pee. the janitors come through and sprayed down the room <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> and it's just it's you get a little bit floral. There's citrus. There's some ambery notes. And is there oud at all? Nope, nope. No. Is it like a cedar? Uh Give me no. the note list. Okay. Go the ahead. the note list is damask rose, bergamot, Egyptian jasmine, patchouli, heliotrope, musk, sandalwood, and vanilla. Hmm. Huh. But it's it's an in-your-face animalic at first. Quite indolic. Yeah. Wow, this is really, really nice. Can I tell you some of the highlights from reviews that I read on Fragrantica? Please, because I don't... This is a... If, this is one of the... I know I like making these hyperbolic uh, statements about, like, some of the fragrances that we, we've, had, we've done through the game, but this is a fragrance that should be in our collection like it, it, oh, i'm it, glad you said that you know it's like this we have so many fragrances that are in this world well but um, none like it somebody on fragrantica says this is the most erotic jasmine in my life okay all right i can see Which that sounds accurate somebody else says oh, this is my husband's favorite fragrance to smell on me and i own over 700 bottles wow so it's a a sexy little pleaser here. What for are the all other 699 pissiness. bottles, though? Yeah. I don't know. I think if she's wearing this, she has pretty fucking good taste. This, this is a cool brand. Yeah, this smells amazing. Also makes me wonder if this is Jasmine Kama by Rainy J. Is it? What the hell? How did you know that? Because I almost picked that for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that is it. You guessed it. Yeah, it, it uh, boiled again. I almost picked that instead oh God, of um, the Eau de Sam. That's funny because I love this fragrance. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. I like it I've, too. I've, I've tested this. It's a it's a dabber, as you uh, mentioned. Oh, off God. Air, but so I haven't been able to really spray it. But this is a gorgeous, gorgeous jasmine. It is. If I smelled this on somebody in the wild, I'd be like, "Holy shit! What are you wearing?" Yeah, it's dank. It's beautifully floral. Like the jasmine is everything you want to have a jasmine um, in the winter. Where Can it's I kind of buy like, this right now. I've had one a la Louisiana, and that's enough for me. What if I just <laughs> order it right now? It's so good. I mean, I'm I'm not your keeper, <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you what to do. We don't have a Reinagee, so I would you know always be happy to. Um, support a brand like that yeah well it is gorgeous i'll look it into is, it it's insane i would wear this it's a heavy fragrance to me it's very dense very heavy um era 
I think it knows no era because it is just it's it's just it's any time. It's not a I it's a modern application because of the way fragrances are built now and you can tell it's built very very oil dense. It's very it's built for projection, it's built for longevity. It's not sharp, it's not fresh in any way, but it's it's magical. This makes me feel like I'm on drugs. It does. It's in, yeah. It. When we ordered all those samples and they ended up being dabbers and we were bummed, I remember trying this because we were so excited. It was our first experience with Brain and Jay, and um, pre this was before podcast, and um, I just I loved it so much. Yeah, and it lasts a really long time, even though you know a couple little dabs. I'm actually in an intense state of euphoria right now. Love it. Okay, my turn. All right, final one. I have just sprayed Jane's third and final scent. Very different from the scent you just sprayed for me. Which, by the way, I just want to say that we have just done our first on-air shopping session. I just bought Rainia J Jasmine Kama while I was waiting for this to kind of open up. So that's on the way. Full bottle. Yeah. That's some good samples on the way, too. (laughs) Yes, we do. Okay, this is a beautiful, super resinous vanilla scent with lots of woods. I imagine there's a lot of patchouli and labdanum, perhaps some citrus in the form of orange up top. Am I right? Um, in the right direction? <clears throat> you uh, get, got the vanilla. Um, it is a little smoky, powdery. Yeah. But you're missing one major key component. That I can't believe you haven't picked out really? from the get-go. Okay, can you tell me what it is? Damask rose. Oh, yeah. No, I, I smell the rose for sure. To me, that's what I smell at first. Like, it, it hits me. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the labdanum and, and the warm ambers in the base are, are there, too. Just as strong. Yeah. But, yeah, I can see it's, it's a more watery rose now that I'm searching for it. Some saffron in there as well, yeah. which I'm picking up now from over here. It actually smells like a bit soapy. It's really nice. Very good. Is this a profume aroma? No. Okay. Pure quality. Mm. This smells really good. Is this Simone Andrioli? No. Okay, because I almost did one of their rose scents that we had kicking around our Yeah, cooking. we have in there. It has an extremely long name, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a weird name. Uh, yeah, this is gorgeous. First words that come to mind. You know, this feels like very opulent, 70s, plush furs, mm-hmm. champagne cocktails. This is warm and hot. I see a real sex pot wearing this. Oh, it feels it's- very Christmas, decadent Christmas party, like New Year's party somewhere. In yeah, the- I yeah. can see that. Yeah, I can see Jerry Hall at a Christmas party. Brian oh. Ferry, 1979. Nice. That when she left him for Mick. Mick. Yeah. See around then. Um, it's it's very very dense. However, I don't feel like I'm choking on it. Uh, this feels, you know, I can tell with the emphasis on rose and vanilla. That makes it feel more geared towards modern audiences, but the the feel of the perfume itself is is vintage with its uh, intensity. You know, this is gorgeous, but I also I've smelled so many goddamn saffron 
patchouli roses lately. This just isn't maybe the most memorable. I could say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. We've had this sample for a while. You know, I I don't want to be so jaded that I'm like, oh, you know, this is no good. It's it is good. I like I said, I smell the quality here. It's just not the most interesting iteration. It's kind of funny. Like the thing that I keep smelling in this room, and this is, I guess, sometimes the problems of doing this, mm-hmm. is that I smell that misincere over. Yeah, like it's, it's, right. just, it's all over the place. Baccarat syndrome. Yeah, it's it's. I smell what you're smelling right now. Yeah, obviously, um, and that's one. But every now and then, I get this little hit of that. Was it for your love? Is that for your love? Yeah, yeah. Every now and then, I just get a little hit of it. No, I I smell it lingering in the room right now. Yeah, who is this? This is Cairo by Penhaligans. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's nice. But why does it smell so different? Normally, when I smell it, like it's so rose to me, and like I don't get. Yeah, it must be. Maybe it's the for your love and the atmosphere changing my experience of it. Yeah, normally, like when I smell this, it does smell almost similar to oud satin mood, that kind of marshmallowy. It smells very oud satin mood. To me, I'm not getting that tonight. Normally, every time that I've smelled this, it, it smells like that to me. Welcome to episode 13, where everything gets compared to a Francis Kirchner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's good, but there's definitely better. Definitely. I mean, I was wearing um. What's my Matier Premier rose scent? Oh yeah. Um. Oh jeez. Um. Mm, yeah, the rose scent. The it's, rose scent. It's radical rose. Radical rose. I've been wearing that this week, and uh, yeah, I, I kind of like that better. It's a little bit warmer, scratchier. That's one of the best roses. It's so in your face. It's like, yeah. would you like to be assaulted by rose and saffron? Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> It's so intense. Um, yeah, so I think own sample pitch. We have a sample of this, and I'm happy to keep it that way. Let's Deal. do your last scent. Let's do All your right, last scent. let's do it. I have just sprayed Jeff his last scent of the game. It feels very rosy and um, black cherry. Yeah. Very black cherry. There's cherry. It's a cherry um, scent. Cherry's in the name. Wow, is this cherry punk? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have that many cherry samples. Um, kind of a clunky game. We're just guessing them right, right out of the, off you the are. bat. This is Cherry Punk by Room 1015. Yeah, I always love this one. Of all the cherry scents that I've, I've smelled, I like this one the best because it reminds me of a, a cherry Tootsie Pop. And that's kind of what I want. It's really good. I was wearing I it really today like it. when yeah. we were on our walk. And I kept smelling it because it has like a tonka kind of amber to it and it has a little bit of like woody cedary smokiness to it i like it better than rouge smoking i like it better cherry tonkas yeah i like it better than rouge smoking i like it better than um what's the famous tom ford cherry lost cherry lost cherry although i do love lost cherry we love lost cherry um but Lost Cherry, of course, gets lost very quickly um, because it fades so quickly. But this, I didn't, I, I remember getting the sample of this originally, and it was just kind of one of those things where like, oh, you can pick three samples. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just, yeah, I'll take that. And not thinking that I would actually like it, and I do. I don't know if I'd own it. I guess I'd probably own it by now if I wanted to own it. But Yeah, 
You know, I was trying to think of a gift to get our babysitter. She's like 20 years old, and I feel like this could be a thing that would she would love. Any 20-year-old girl like her would love this. Room 1015. Yeah. Cherry punk. What are the notes overall? The notes are cherry, saffron, Sichuan pepper, mimosa, violet, jasmine, leather, tonka, and patchouli. Yeah, that amber and tonka combination gives a little chocolatey too. Again, going back to the Tootsie Pop angle, um, I think she she would like that. I think this is definitely kind of a younger fragrance. I wouldn't wear it. Yeah. Uh, I don't really picture, I don't know. I mean, I love it when you wear uh, Lost Cherry. I really do. Absolutely. Um, Still love it. It was such a shock when I first tried Lost Cherry because nobody was doing gourmands in the luxury well, yeah, point. and it was gifted to you like right when it was released. Yeah. So what was that, 2018, 2017, somewhere yes. around there? And, and I, um, you know, I liked it, but I was also like truly, and me being the person that I, I wasn't super, I was into perfume, but I wasn't, it wasn't like a big hobby of mine. And I, I had a pretty set taste of fragrance where I, I just wore a lot of, you know, deep woody incense scents. So to me, wearing like a, a really juicy, sexy, playful cherry was so not Jane. Yeah. That I was shy to wear Lost Cherry. And I feel like this does have that slight leather aspect. You know, it's cherry punk, but it's light on the punk. It is yeah, it's it's not yeah. I want like cigarette smoke and like ripped up leather and a little bit more booziness if I want it to yeah. be punk, but um not delivering on the punk aspect, but it's a wonderful little but, cherry scent. Yeah, but scent. quite, yeah. I mean, I think it would be, it wouldn't be as good of a fragrance, to be honest. No. If it had all those things. I think this is right. I think it's just not a great name, but really good fragrance. Yeah. Let the cherry shine. Yeah. Don't be ashamed that you're a cherry. Not everything has to be like. Edgy. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the thing about punk, too. It's just like, you know, if you go around saying you're punk, you're not really punk. So. I don't know. But that's it, right? That's the third one. That's the third one. Uh, the final uh, own sample pitch. I like the, your last one. We have a sample of it. I'm fine with that. I you think know, we have honestly, like, here's, here's my thing about this, though. We will be done with that goddamn Lost Cherry bottle at some point, mm-hmm. and I will not be replacing it with another bottle of Lost Cherry, that's for sure, just because as great as it is, it does not last. I would, I would happily fill the cherry void in our wardrobe with this because it's not crazy yeah. priced right no it's i think they're like what 150 something like that okay and uh yeah it goes a long way i really like it so yeah i do too thumbs up all right glad that, that i chose it concludes another uh, podcast episode another round of the game and we are always so thankful that everyone is listening and Please feel free to leave us little stars, ratings, or whatever they do on those. That was nice because we we get a handful here and there. It's always exciting to see any type of reviews or or star ratings. Yeah, we can't believe people listen to us ramble on this podcast. And we feel so grateful that we have the audience that we do. We really enjoy talking to you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another round. Especially the new parents out there because we do get DMs every now and then that... um, they, there are new parents out there like us who will listen to us while they're dealing with, you know, babies waking up in the middle of the night, things like that. That always means the world. But I remember those days. Yes. <laughs> As always, 
Should anybody have any questions or thoughts or recommendations, please email us at hello at fragrophilia.com or just reach out to us uh, like so many of you have uh, DMing us on Instagram or TikTok at Fragrophilia. Thank you again, and we will uh, be on here in a couple weeks. Yeah, and I'll have my bottle of Jasmine Kama by Rainy and Jay that I just ordered. <laughs> oh, so it's just yours now? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, y'all. Bye.